Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. There's going to be a time, a few months from now, if you hire them, where they're going to be made uncomfortable and you want to know right now what happens. What is the relationship to it? Can they hardly bear it and just start freaking out and changing the subject, making excuses? Great. That's exactly what you want to find out. Show them the door. Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from Clear and Open. Curiosity is critical in hiring. It's essential to find out what drives people, and knowing that is necessary to make the right hire. Part of being curious means being prepared to ask difficult questions. Interviews should be uncomfortable, at least a little bit. When you're hiring for someone who's coachable, honesty is key. They need to be open about their weaknesses and their flaws and driven to improve them. I offer weekly member webcasts, online courses, and mentorship at clearandopen.com because it's my truth that with the right tools, anyone can eliminate the people, money, and time problems holding them back in business. And I share parts of these webcasts and courses on this show because I want to help you too. If you're enjoying the show and learning from it, I'd love your feedback. If you're listening to the show on an Apple device, all you have to do is open the podcast app, view the full description of this episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review for the show. Thanks so much for listening. Let's start the show. The, again, the mistake that most people make is they they hire for they hire, you want to hire for what you cannot train versus what you can train. So, what cannot you train that is difficult to hire for that needs to be the focus? Well, the the headline I would say is relationship to the unknown. You want to hire people who are willing to be uncomfortable and try new things, try new ways of being, new ways of doing, looking at themselves in new ways. You want to hire people who have a, um, uh, what's a friend of mine once called, ambiguity tolerance. And Here's a good example of how you can uh, hire for this. Because well, how do I know what the relationship to the unknown is? Well, you subject them in the interview process to some problems that they can't solve. This is why, have any of you ever heard the? I think it was it's usually in consulting companies would use this kind of question: How many manholes are there in Manhattan? Now that's a question that they cannot answer. So it's not about the content of them getting the right answer, because who knows what that is. The, the question is about seeing what they do with it. That's context. Do they get curious? Do they get offended? Do they get anxious? Do they start to show critical thinking? Do they ask you why you asked that question with curiosity? Or do they get subtly resentful and then because they're blaming you for their own discomfort? How many times have you experienced an employee who, when you try to show them a new way of doing something, are you can tell are quietly resenting you because they just want to do the same thing they've been doing for the last year? Right? When that happens, it means you failed in the hiring process because you failed to hire someone who has a minimally healthy relationship to the unknown. 
But then where I would go with that is, well, what's your relationship to the unknown? Because you cannot hire and retain employees with a healthy relationship to the unknown if you don't have that. So when you listen to Joseph or whoever speaks and gives you new ideas about stuff, do you jump on it and change? Do you try new things? If you don't, you may be the very kinds of employees that you don't want. And now you got a big problem. Because you can't, you just can't. Your, your employees, you may accidentally or luckily hire someone who has a really good attitude and a relationship to change that is favorable and all that. But as soon as they get that their manager doesn't have that, they will leave because they won't feel challenged. And they'll sense consciously or not that the consciousness, the awareness level, the hunger for evolution, the hunger for growth of their manager is less than theirs. And they'll feel that they're going nowhere. And then they will leave. And that's how you build a really powerful culture. A a powerful culture is one that embraces change. You know, I don't even even need to say it. It's all cliche. Embraces change, embraces the unknown, uh, is comfortable doing new things and can own their fear and all that. You can just be with it and evolve and change. Because you may know all of the right things to be doing. But if you can't get your people to try new things, it goes nowhere. And it's very, very, very difficult to get people to change who don't want to, who have a fearful relationship to the unknown and are not hungry enough for their own fulfillment to try new things. Even people who want that, it's still very difficult. So you've got to hire people who are learners, who Embrace change. So here's one question, because I promised I'd give you something you can do something with and not just try to shift your minds. Here's one simple question, one of my favorite questions in interviewing to get to that. What in your life seemed impossible that you made possible? What in your life seemed impossible that you made possible? But even more important than them giving any kind of compelling answer or content answer is listening to how they talk about it. Do they talk about it like a victim? Do they talk about it like they were cornered and everything was really hard, but somehow they managed in a way that doesn't really inspire you? Or do their eyes light up because they're so excited to tell you about the adversity they overcame and who they became, who they became in the process? So you get a feel and sense for who they are in relationship to the story they tell you. And if they have more than one, if they tell you, if their answer is, oh man, I don't even know where to start. My life has been very challenging and who I am today is a direct result of all those things. Oh boy, that's someone you want to hire. But if they sit there for 30 seconds and have nothing to say, you might as well walk them out right, right then and there. You see, that's just one question. And I could give you many more, but my concern would be that if you don't really get what this is about, then those content pieces won't help you. And that leads to another piece, and that is the superpower known as curiosity. The governing dynamic of hiring is curiosity. You have to really want to get to know 
how this person is, what makes them tick. You got to really want to know because they don't want to tell you. They don't want to tell you. When I hired coaches for EMIF, the candidates went through two straight hours of interviewing, four half hour interviews. And when it was my turn, I led every interview with, uh, you're not going to impress me by telling me about any of your strengths. I've looked at your resume. I've seen you've accomplished stuff. That's not going to impress me. What's going to impress me is that you can compellingly tell me about your deepest weaknesses and what you're doing about them. Now, that was a specific question for hiring coaches because coaches need to be able to look at their own weaknesses deeply because uh, otherwise they project their weaknesses onto their clients. It creates a ceiling, et cetera, et cetera. So it's a really big deal. So I wanted my candidates to talk for 30 minutes about all of their weaknesses and what they've been doing about it, what's worked, what hasn't worked, because I want to know they're really, really hungry to become a different kind of person. Now, you could say, well, that doesn't apply to the people I'm hiring. Probably not. But the the principle is you're wanting to make them uncomfortable in a way that causes them to show what happens when they're in discomfort. How many times have you hired someone who seemed to be really solid and resilient and, you know, ambitious and competent. And then they make a mistake and, you know, a manager starts asking them a few questions to find out what happened. And they're so defensive and shut down around, uh, around what happened, filled with shame or regret or whatever, that you can't even find out what happened. Again, that was a failure in hiring because you believed what they told you about themselves instead of actually trying to experience it. So this is a stylistic thing, but I think that the hiring process, the interview, should be the most uncomfortable conversation that potential future employee ever has. Push them. Push them emotionally. See what happens when you ask them questions they can't answer. See what happens when you give them reflections about themselves about things that they don't see. What happens when you give that? Because you're going to, someone in your company is going to be coaching them, managing them, holding a mirror up to who they are. Do you want to find out how they relate to that three months later? Of course not. Because what we're talking about here is coachability. And because coaching is and mentoring and all that, It's more popular than it's probably ever been in the history of the species. Everybody knows they're supposed to be coachable. And oh, yeah, I like feedback. Yeah, you can tell me everything. That's cool now. So people are going to present themselves as if that's who they are. And definitely don't ask a question like, are you coachable? Do you take feedback well? Those are called closed-ended questions. I mean, this is kind of basic stuff, but I might as well go over it. A closed-ended question is a question that they can answer with a yes or a no. Do not ask a single one of those in an interview. You're wasting time. If they can answer the question with a yes or a no, you just wasted a question. An open-ended question is a question that cannot be answered with a yes or a no. And so related to this, you don't want to telegraph 
the answers that you're looking for. Now, this is where you have to sort of be like an attorney. Because if you say, are you a responsible person? You've made two mistakes. One, you've basically told them how you want them to answer the question. Duh. Yeah, of course I'm responsible because responsibility is good and that's what employees are supposed to be. That's not a question. That was a waste of your time. It's also a waste of your time because it's a yes or a no answer and they can just say, oh yeah. And then you get sucked into doing most of the talking. So then now that's easy to do, isn't it? Just like, oh, this position requires responsibility. Is that you? Yeah, okay. I guess I'll go to my next meeting. You can start Monday. So what you want to do is ask questions that do not reveal what you're looking for in any way whatsoever. Now, that's tricky. And in the beginning, it takes some time. So what you want to do is write out what are the qualities I'm looking for, responsibility, determination, follow through, whatever those qualities are, context, not do they know how to operate a presser or you know, can they... You know, count back change at a register. You can train a monkey to do that. Well, maybe not a monkey, not the change part, but I bet the presser. Has a monkey ever pressed shirts? I don't know. Um, so you, you, you have to start with the qualities that you're looking for and then work backwards to the questions that you would ask to determine that. And that can take some time in the beginning, but eventually you'll be able to do it really quickly. So like with the responsibility, one of my favorite questions is, tell me about an aspect in your life right now where you think you're being irresponsible. You see how that turns it around? Because the reason for this is because responsible people are actively working on where they're irresponsible. So if you ask a person, when's the last time you caught yourself being irresponsible? And they have no answer for that. You just found an irresponsible person. You see? Because if they say, oh, no, I'm very responsible. Okay, when was the last time you noticed you were irresponsible? Boy, I can't even think of it. This person is bullshitting you. They're either lying or they're so unconscious of themselves. Either way, you want them gone. I mean, you might ask a follow-up question and be like, no, 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 really. Because the way it looks to me is responsibility means looking at where you're irresponsible. Would you like to revise your answer? And then you shut up. And let them squirm in uncomfortable silence and see what they do. Now, that's another thing you can do in in, in interviewing. Leave long periods of uncomfortable silence and see what they do with it. Especially when you're tempted to start filling the space with with selling the job. Let them squirm. Because there's going to be a time, a few months from now, if you hire them, where they're going to be made uncomfortable and you want to know right now what happens, what is the relationship to it? Can they hardly bear it and just start freaking out and changing the subject, making excuses? Great, that's exactly what you want to find out. Show them the door. Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. If you want to help the show grow, I'd appreciate you leaving a rating and review on iTunes. All you have to do is open the Apple Podcasts app, view the full description of the episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review. Or you can go to clearandopen.com review 
and it will bring you to the right place. If you're looking for more support on your journey, head over to clearandopen.com for even more tools, articles, and free resources. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.